Hi, everybody. This is Catherine, and you are listening to the One Calm Voice podcast. It is so lovely to have you along today. What we're going to look at today in this very special episode of the One Calm Voice podcast is we're going to look towards sleep. Now, I have recorded several versions of this episode. And in all of them, what I have found is I've talked too much about <laughs> the preamble has been too long. Um, so I'm going to assume from the outset that anybody who's listening to this episode of the podcast is here because they would like to know how to sleep better. So I'm going to get straight into that. The my only my only only really important thing that I need to say at the beginning is for this episode of the podcast, for the episode on sleep, please do not listen to this episode while you're driving. OK, it's really important because we mightn't realize just how tired we are. We might not realize while we have been continuing to move and continuing to function and continuing to live um, with a prolonged experience of not sleeping very well we might not realize that we're just about holding it together. And when we go through the process that I use to help me sleep better and to find and float off into a proper restful, nourishing night's sleep, when you begin to hear that and be exposed to that, your body might just surrender and your mind will surrender. And if you're trying to keep control of a car or a vehicle at this time, too dangerous, guys. It's too dangerous. So if that is what's happening at the moment, if you're driving your car and listening to this episode, please pause, please stop. Okay, and tune back. You know, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I will always be here in this place. The One Calm Voice podcast will be here. I will be here. You can come back to me at a later time. Okay, I will be here. All right. So the second thing I will say to you is if... You can at all try to listen to this at nighttime in the comfort of your own bed. If that isn't a possibility for you and you're just listening during the day, I will suggest that you find a comfortable space for yourself somewhere where you won't be disturbed. And I would also, if you could imagine giving yourself permission to look after yourself for one full hour. Now, I won't be speaking for one full hour. I'll be speaking for approximately 20 minutes. But what you'll find is you're going to float. And I love that word surrender into the tiredness of your body and you're going to float off into sleep and restfulness. And so it would be just such a shame if you abruptly had to end that in order to um, rush to an appointment or collect somebody from school or get the dinner on or whatever else. OK, so I will say if you could at all give yourself permission now to have one hour to yourself if you're listening to this during the daytime. Ideally, like I said, if you're listening to it at nighttime, it will be wonderful for you then because you can float off into hours and hours of proper, restful, nourishing sleep. When we find ourselves going to bed, oftentimes we only go to bed when we're physically exhausted. We are the only species on the planet who actively keep themselves awake when we're tired. Because there are so many distractions for us. When nighttime or evening time comes and say you're at the end of all of your work for the day and it may be 9 p.m., 
How often do we say to ourselves, gosh, I've nothing else now to do today. I'm going to go up now and have an early night. I'm going to put myself to bed now at nine and I'm going to allow myself to properly switch off and go to sleep. No, most of the time, 9 p.m. comes, we have nothing else planned or scheduled or no more work to do. We watch TV. We catch up on, you know, Facebook or social media. We catch up on a little bit of online shopping. We might check out the new series on Netflix. All of these things, when we know already we're tired, but rather than using that three hour time period between 9 p.m. and midnight to put ourselves to bed early and I suppose extract maximum benefit from our nighttime. Instead, we have a tendency to use those hours um, in inverted commas for relaxation. Okay. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I too have woken up many times at the couch, on the couch at 2 a.m. because I decided I'll just watch one more episode when I knew I was tired. Okay, but I ignored the signals and the signs that my body was giving me. And instead, I went to watch one more episode and indeed just instead found myself, like I said, waking up on the sofa. Now, so these are all habits that we have that we don't do necessarily what's best for us when it comes to nighttime hours. So if we tried and made a pact with ourselves and made a promise with ourselves that even maybe once a month to begin with, that you would give yourself an early night. okay, And then it becomes a little bit more of a habit, then maybe change it to once a week, then twice a week. okay. There's nothing to be lost by trying that. In actual fact, there's everything more to be gained by allowing it, particularly if you have a busy life. And most people nowadays have a busy life where they can be... um, physically, mentally, emotionally exhausted come the end of the day. And even if you're not exhausted, you can be in need of replenishment. We're all in need of replenishment at the end of each and every day. But if we don't give ourselves sufficient replenishment at nighttime, the next day becomes more of a labor. Okay, so that's the first thing. We actively keep ourselves awake when we're tired. So we're going to try and change that a little tiny bit as best we can. The second thing is we go to bed only when we're physically exhausted. And when we do that, we don't give ourselves enough time to allow our minds to properly um, wind down. Okay, we don't give them the shut off time. So what happens then is even though our body falls asleep, our mind continues to whirl in the background. Okay, just like a program that's continuing or an app that's still open in the background. It's whirling away, it's whirling away. And then, of course, while we're asleep, uh, the mind might come across something that's really juicy or really interesting. And then, bang, we're jolted awake. And then we don't have that ability. We have the ability, but we might have forgotten Um, the process that we can employ to try and allow ourselves to get back into that proper restful night's sleep, even if we wake up in the middle of the night. Okay. And then the third thing, people sometimes find themselves really physically restless at nighttime. So they can go to bed um, physically tired, but then they spend the whole time tossing and turning and moving. That's not really replenishing for us. Okay. There's a better way. And while, as always, I will say 
um, this is an offering. This is my offering. I'm not saying that this is the best way or that this is the only way or I'm not saying that you need to do what I say. I'm simply trying to share with you a strategy, a mechanism, a way that has worked for me. And the reminder that I am not unique. That if it has worked for me, there is every chance and every possibility that it will also work for you. So let's just be curious about it. Let's just give it a go. Okay. Now, so I'm finally getting into the bit where I'm trying to encourage you to sleep a little bit better. Okay. So, um, I, like I said, I recommend that you're lying down, that you're not overly tired. Like if you could get yourself off to bed a little bit earlier than normal, that would be fantastic. Now, if you're listening to this in the middle of the day, you might be sitting up rather than lying down. But I'm going to talk through it with the understanding or from the perspective that we're lying down. So if you're sitting up, just adjust if that's okay. You can adjust my words or adapt the words um, to the movements. But like, I mean, it's there's not a vast difference between the lying down and the sitting up. But just so I'm not switching from one to the other, I'm going to go from the perspective of lying down and then you adapt as you see fit. Okay. So we have found ourselves now in a nice, comfortable position. We're lying down and we will not be disturbed, hopefully for the rest of the night. But if you're listening to this during the daytime, at least for one hour. So turn the phone off. Actually, I would always recommend that all sort of digital devices are in a different room, a different space than the one that you're in. <clears throat> and so I beg your pardon. What I'll do then is I'll invite you to begin to notice, if you can, how your breath is. And it's such an odd question to ask if you're unfamiliar with any type of breath work. But the breath is wonderful for um, informing us of things that we mightn't have even consciously recognized yet. So if your breath is shallow or if your breath is fast, I might encourage you now to just slowly, if it's available for you and okay with you, to try and take a slightly deeper breath. And then I'll ask you to bring your attention to your toes. Like what? Try and notice if you can how your toes are. And then we're going to use the combination of the breath and the toes. And as we breathe in, we're going to squeeze the toes. And then as we breathe out, we're going to let those toes go. And then this time when we breathe in and squeeze the toes, we're going to hold the breath just for a moment. And then as you breathe out, let the toes go. Next time then, breathe in, point the toes towards the face. Hold them there, hold the breath. Breathe out, let the toes go. Next time then, and just maybe even before we get into the breath of it, just what we're going to try and do this time is try and squeeze the muscles in the legs. So see now before we work with the breath, what that feels like. All right. And then we'll bring the breath in. So as we breathe in this time, try and tense as if you can all of the muscles in the legs as best you can and then hold the breath. And then as you breathe out, let those legs go. And then we move attention to the buttocks. 
And as you breathe in this time, squeeze those glutes as tightly as you can now and hold the breath. And then when you're ready, breathe out and just let those muscles in the buttocks be released. Fabulous. Okay. We're going to move to the tummy now and the muscles in the abdomen. So next time you breathe in, squeeze, clench and tighten the muscles in the tummy. Hold the breath, hold the tension. And then breathe out, let the tension in the tummy be released. Okay, we don't need to think about it, we're just going to try and feel it. Okay, we move to the shoulders, next breath in, then squeeze those shoulders up towards the ears as tightly as you can now and hold the breath. And then as you breathe out, just let the tension, let the shoulders fall. Okay, we're going to do that again. Big breath in, squeeze the shoulders up towards the ears. Tight, tight, tight. Now hold the breath and hold the tension. And as we breathe out, let the shoulders go. Let the breath go. Next time then, we're going to stay with the shoulders because shoulders and neck hold a lot of tension for us. And what you realize as well is that people are creatures of habit. And if we are in the habit of holding tension in our shoulders, it becomes so normalized for us that we don't recognize it as tension. Okay, so this time, breath in and lift the shoulders off the bed. So you're just kind of rolling them forward and now hold the breath as you hold the shoulders there. And then when you breathe out slowly, allow the shoulders back and on to the bed. Okay, moving towards the eyes now. So next breath in, squeeze the eyes. Now I know the eyes are closed anyway, but squeeze them tight as you can and hold the breath. And then exhale, release the eyes. And then all of the face, then this time big breath in and squeeze and clench and tighten all of the face as best you can. Hold the breath. And then gently release the breath and release the tightness and tension in the face. Wonderful. Okay. Now allowing yourself just to be like that without judgment, without criticism. Try and stay more if you can with how this feels rather than what you think about how it feels. Now what we're going to try and do is bring tension and tightness into all of the body. Now, some nights it'll be enough just to bring tightness and tension into all of the body. Okay, because some nights we mightn't have, we might be so tired that we mightn't have time to go all the way through all the different parts of the body. Look, it's completely up to yourself, but we're just trying to work with the experience of it now. So next breath in, then try and bring as much tightness and tension as you can into all of the body. Tight, 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 as tightly as ever you can. And then when you're ready, breathing out and relaxing and releasing all of the body. Okay. And then we'll allow ourselves, if we can, to rest here. We might place one hand now on the tummy, one hand on the chest. And now we're going to try and move into the inner space of the body. And so what do we look at now? We look at the movement of the breath. And so when we look at the breath, we might notice when you breathe in, tummy rises. 
chest rises. When you breathe out, chest falls, tummy falls. And then next breath, tummy rises, chest rises. Breathing out, chest falls, tummy falls. Now, if there's something that's really gripping your attention, if you notice your attention wandering off, the moment that you notice that is a moment of triumph. Because you have noticed that your atten- where your attention was, where your attention is, that's a wonderful thing. So let's gently now bring that attention back, place it back upon your breath, be that on an inhale or an exhale, and we begin again, watching the breath, breathing in, tummy rising, chest rising, breathing out, chest falling, and tummy falling. Now, if you'd like to go a little bit further than that, you can continue to watch the breath, breathing in, tummy rising, chest rising, and then those lovely collarbones lifting. And as you breathe out, then gently those collarbones fall, the chest falls, the tummy falls. Next breath. Tummy rising, chest rising, collarbones lifting, collarbones falling, chest falling, tummy falling, tummy rising, chest rising, collarbones lifting. Collarbones falling, chest falling, tummy falling. And now allowing yourself to be soothed by the gentle ebb and flow of your own breath. And allowing yourself to float off into a restful, nourishing sleep. You can continue to watch your breath. If the mind wants you to pay attention to something else, acknowledge that, but then Swiftly bring your attention back to the breath. Remember, this is nourishing for you. It is good for you. Your body needs this rest. Your mind needs the rest. And you know, whatever happened or didn't happen was finished or not finished this day. Let it go for now. And know that if you give yourself and do give yourself the benefit of a good night's sleep, 
of a proper, restful, nourishing night's sleep, tomorrow will be a fresh day. So whatever has or has not happened today, let it go. And allow yourself to rest. Allow yourself to be. And so as always, I thank you for your lovely ears, your hearts, your minds. This is Catherine. I am here. I am the one calm voice until you remember, discover or begin to live your one calm voice. Join us next week for the next episode of the One Calm Voice podcast. Between now and then, sleep very well, my friends. And I shall see you next time.